Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Let's get at this issue of fiscal responsibility, and let's look at it from the voters' perspective. How important is uh, fiscal responsibility, and how important is spending, government spending, to the average voter? We're joined by Professor John McCallum, Capital Markets and Leadership Professor at the University of Manitoba. He appeared earlier this week on our sister station in uh, Winnipeg, CJOB, where this program also airs. And the headline uh, from Global News and from CJOB, voters interested in promises today, not future fiscal responsibility. Professor McCallum, thank you very much for the time. And explain to us what's going on. Why, why are voters interested in promises today? Is, that, is, this, is this where we are philosophically now? I want it today. I don't care what it costs as long as I can make the payments. I think the first issue is that uh, when you run a deficit and you're not fiscally responsible, as you put it, you at least get the benefit and the pleasure of spending the money right now. And I think people have a real tendency to value what they do today over over uh, the cost of it down the road. And, and uh, the other thing is uh, deficits and debt and the problems with them involve arithmetic. The arithmetic of how interest payments grow over periods of time with ever larger deficits and ever larger debt. And uh, most people really don't like doing arithmetic. <laughs> and, My hands up. <laughs> uh, arithmetic doesn't really lend itself to a debate with six people in it and, and everybody true. talking over each other yep. and no one being able to talk for more than 20 seconds. Yeah, so true. But debt has become a way of life, hasn't it? We live in a society where for every dollar we take in, on average, we owe a buck seventy-eight. So there's that. I think it's a dollar seventy-eight. So that's where our mindset is. But when we look at what our government costs are, um, the word deficit maybe just doesn't mean anything anymore to many voters because it's been a fact of life for so long. Uh, yes, that's true. And I suppose... Uh, there's an expression I love to use in class, a good scare beats a good plan any day. And I suppose when deficits and debt will really mean something is when the business cycle finally turns and interest rates rise and the economy slows down. And a lot of you, you were bang on with your number, good for you. Uh, the uh, um, personal debt to disposable income ratio is about 178 uh, percent. At 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 the, at when you get that high interest rate slowdown in the economy, it's going to really affect the ability of people to pay for things. And it's really at that point that it will be really obvious that that what what's happened. But until then, uh, we have uh, it's been a great run, Roy. But we have had, for a lengthy period of time, the lowest interest rates in the whole history of the capital market. Right. And those low interest rates have inspired all kinds of people to take on all kinds of debts that, that perhaps will come back to haunt them. So my question, uh, Professor McCallum, is this. What didn't we learn 10 years ago? Um, 
what didn't we learn? What didn't uh, we learn? I mean, that was a pretty nasty shock. We did Canada did okay compared to other countries. Maybe that's why we feel a little secure. Uh, yes, today. I, I think that's part of it. And what you're talking about is 2008. Um, if you if you look at I my parents lived through the depression, mm-hmm. and uh, anybody who lived through the depression imparted to their children debt. Big debt is a real problem right. uh, relative to your income, and and uh, 2008. They took interest rates to essentially zero. So for people, I think they instinctively knew they were taking on too much debt. But when debt is effectively absolutely free, it took a very, very uh, strong-willed person to say, I don't really want to put myself in this position for the longer term. Professor McCallum, I have about 30 seconds left. Let me change gears completely. How are you doing as far as the storm in Manitoba was concerned? How are you doing? As far as the storm is concerned, yeah. we uh, shoveled uh, till about 11 o'clock last night, oh and we shoveled for no. another two hours this morning, oh. my wife and I, and I'm pleased to report that we can get our car out of the driveway. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, you have a good sense of humor about it. I think you're, I think it's a sense of humor that I'm, <laughs> that I'm getting out of you. I may be wrong. Professor, anyway, it's a real mess here in Manitoba. Yeah, I'm sorry for you. I was worried about you guys uh, yesterday and, and last night. Professor, thank you so much for the time. You're sure welcome, Roy. Bye. Bye-bye. Professor John McCallum from the University of Manitoba. Later on, we'll be talking with Richard Cloutier, co-host of News on uh, 680 CJOB and senior reporter, Global News in Winnipeg, about that storm that just engulfed, absolutely engulfed, the province of Manitoba. And I think there was a geographical line to the west. Uh, It was one way, and to the east of Winnipeg, it was another. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.